When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We tackled him. We tackled him. He got close to me. I got the right angle on him, and I hit him from behind. And when I hit him from behind, I either jarred the gun out of his hand or out of his sleeve. Because as I'm taking him down to the ground, I see the gun on the ground. It's one of the heroes who tackled... One of the suspected gunmen at that tragedy in Kansas City for their what was supposed to be their Super Bowl celebration, but dark story. But heroes come through again because he and some other good Samaritans did some good work. And the video is is pretty incredible. You see the gunman stop shooting, and then he puts the gun under his jacket or wherever he hit it, and then he turns around and he starts running. And that guy, uh, the good Samaritan there, just started chasing him. I'm thinking you have no idea if this guy's going to turn around and shoot you, right? Because you who don't else know might if, be coming up from behind or yeah, something, or somebody's trying to shoot him, and you get caught in the crossfire. I give the guy credit. So uh, hopefully, you know, they they arrested as you said three people, but. Uh, the only one we really know about is this gunman that this guy tackled. So uh, they say it was what? These poor people got stuck in the crossfire between a gang a confrontation? It's what they're leaning towards. And it, I mean, just looking at this from what we know from afar, it sounds like what else could it be? It's, it's just horrible. Poor people literally just there to celebrate it caught in the crossfire from these idiots. And, and yeah, the, and the girl that got, was a young woman. I guess she was a radio DJ at a local KC station. Man, and uh, they said everybody that that worked with her said she was like a diehard Kansas City fan. And so here she is, just there to support, show her support, get to see the team, you know, up close and in personal, listen to what they say, enjoy the celebration of them winning the Super Bowl, and she ends up, you know, uh, dead. It's crazy. We've got. Uh... We've got 20-plus injured, I guess. Here was the official police, the last press conference of as of yesterday. We have confirmed there is uh, one deceased person. Our gunshot wound total has went up to 22. We're still... And they're still saying at 22 right now. Mm. Oh, it's, it's just a shame. It's horrible. Just horrible. And, and again, they... it's always amazing in these dark situations how many heroes always step up and help the good guys. And they, they were the good guys. I, I give, especially that guy, because you have no idea what the situation is. Why did he stop shooting? Did yeah. he run out of ammunition, or was it purely because somebody was chasing him? Like you said, somebody, this poor guy could have gotten shot trying to tackle the gunman by somebody else trying to kill the guy with the gun. You know, that's true, too. I mean, and you heard him say that. He just kind of reacted. He still doesn't know what really happened. He just knows there's a bad guy running from authorities with a gun, so with he tackled gun, him. And he tackled him. But he doesn't know what, he still doesn't know at this point until after what happened. That's, it's, uh, give the guy credit. That's incredible. And he was a pretty big guy, too, so hopefully he did some damage when he tackled him. I hope so. I hope so. Me and God. you both. It's terrible, though. Yeah, it's just, here you go to this great celebration, and that ends up happening. It's, it. it's not a not a good thing. All right, how about some good news for humanity? Please. You ready? We had a, a pretty important, I know we always talk about him because we happen to be interested in him, but Pretty important SpaceX launch yesterday out of Cape Canaveral. Three, two, one, ignition, and liftoff. Go SpaceX, go IM-1, and the Odysseus lunar lander. Somebody get some coffee into that guy. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was at 105 in the morning, so uh, it's a SpaceX rocket, but it's intuitive machines. Uh, what's going to happen is, if all goes according to schedule, it's a robotic 14-foot-tall spacecraft is going to land on the moon sometime next week. And then it is going to explore because they're trying to figure out um, when they do the commercial flights to the moon with the Artemis uh, launch. It's the end of – well, it was supposed to be the end of this year, and they've moved it to 2025 because of technical issues. But it's going to check out basically the moon as to where the Artemis lander should end up going. And where the future launches will end up landing on the moon. So that's what it's there for. It's a big deal. That's great. It's awesome is what it is. I was like, that's pretty cool. Thanks. There were two launches. There was another one at 530, but that was carrying stuff for space. Interesting. It was carrying uh, satellites for Space Force. Top secret stuff was going up. That's right. That went up at 530. So they had two launches yesterday. Well, really one was this morning, but 
who qualifies. One o'clock in the morning is this morning. Hmm. I called it last night. I was up. It was a pretty sight. Could not see the 531. Could see the one at 105. It was very nice. Why were you up at 105? I don't sleep. I don't ask. I just don't sleep. Hey, it's time for 730 Rapid Fry, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I, I function in like three hours. It's absurd. It's, it's, it really is. But well, moving along. <laughs> hey, uh, today's swamp day. It doesn't look like President Trump. They pulled an end around because they, oh. they, they have to get back up to the New York civil case. So he's missing his opportunity to stare at Fannie Willis in the... For her hearing in Atlanta Fulton County Court. Yeah, they they interviewed some you know court expert the other day yesterday. I, I don't even know. I was watching CBS ABC, and he says this Fannie Willis thing. He said so. Say they they say they're going to go to trial now and to find her guilty or whatever the case may be, not guilty. Oh, you, did you see how many people are exonerating her already? No. Oh, God. we can understand this. You work closely with somebody. I'm like, she was screwing around with a married man. No. Stop it. Anyway. And financially benefited by giving him extra billable hours. Now, this is a bunch of crap. To the tune of $750,000. But they say uh, that this could be a lengthy procedure that they're going to drag it out in Georgia. I'm like, okay. She's admitted to dating the guy. Yeah. So now all they got to do is prove that, number one, he wasn't qualified. But number two, that they used the money that she paid him, taxpayer dollars, to go on extravagant trips and fun stuff. So it's I don't to me it's it's basically uh, you know it's like uh, an open shut case here but they'll drag it out and she'll probably walk away free. Just saying. We'll have this in the next segment. President Trump also truthed out something last night that looks as though that New York civil case that you're going to throw the book at him and it was already decided. Did you yeah? Did you see what that Judge Engeron already said? That the ruling's coming out tomorrow, but it, I was like, it wasn't like there's a ruling. It's already decided he's guilty, but tomorrow's thing is going to be how much he owes. Yeah, coming I out tomorrow. Like, I, Trump, I comes, were... Trump says it's been it's been leaked out. Um, it's, it's already decided. The whole hearing was a sham. So he's going to end up getting like hit like the eighty three million that he had to pay that crazy other woman. Probably. Jeez, ridiculous. Uh, nuts. It is what it is. It's crazy. All right. I well, agree. in lighter news, yesterday yes. was Valentine's Day. We know that today is Singles Day, but. I thought this was interesting, and I was shocked at what, according to his science experiment, what actually worked. A guy went on TikTok, of course, and he did an experiment to help people on tricks and make your Valentine's Day flowers last longer. And he tried a bunch of different urban legends, you know, wives' tale things to see what works and what doesn't. No, that, a lot of people, like when you get your Christmas tree, put sugar in it. Right. Did that work? Did, they put, uh, did he do sugar? He didn't do that one, but listen to what some of the other hacks were. Because he took suggestions and then he did it. The ones that did the worst, some of these are just stupid. Bleach. Well, of course it's going to kill your flowers. Aspirin. <laughs> okay. Seven up. And he, this started because they, I guess there's a hack people made a, a hoax about that you put Red Bull in flowers. They'll <laughs> liven them up. <laughs> give them wings and they start flying. Uh, didn't seem to make a huge difference at all. Denture tabs, popcorn, battery did seem to help. A battery? The roses still looked pretty good and okay a week later. You know what worked the best, he said? Water. Going two weeks on? Water. <laughs> water. H2O. Was it water? Pennies. Really? Copper? Must be the copper in the water. Huh? He said pennies in there actually worked, and he never expected it to. And regular old, plain old flower food, because that's like, oof, that's like steroids that's for plants. A, yeah, what do they do to that stuff? But know. you have to cut the stems. So you have, have to cut the stems. You have to have a fresh start. That much I know. You so have to do that. Maybe it's the electrical charge it creates. I don't know what it is. Interesting. Put some mm. Scots in there. Scots lawn fertilizer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll have chrysanthemums out of your roses. <laughs> first, the, the previous house, first time you ever put Scots on the front lawn, I think I did too much and it had rained. It came out the next day, it was a foot taller. I'm like, <laughs> my God! <laughs> Damn right, Scots. Uh, we'll have next exactly what President Trump is saying about the what he's calling the fraudulent civil case in New York. He says it's done deal. It's already decided. I, well, after what I saw, what the even what the judge said, I was like, I, I thought this was supposed to be like private, and the, the ruling would be tomorrow. How about that? It's, it's, doesn't it make you think this is all a kangaroo court? Yep. All right, we got that Same. and uh, more from Kansas City coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to Thursday. Keep it here. If that vote comes to the floor of the House of Representatives, it will pass on an overwhelming bipartisan basis, just as it did in the Senate. All right. Just just one of the reasons why I'm just I think the national security threats are talking about. We'll give you the details on that and why they're bringing that up now. One of the reasons why I'm skeptical about the timing is exactly right there. That's Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor, 
talking about this threat, apparently, mm-hmm. that will, has been revealed to Congress and they want to declassify it and all this stuff. Why is the National Security Advisor making predictions about the Ukraine funding bill passing in the House? Mm, Seems just weird for him to even make a prediction about that. Well, are, are they basically trying to link that Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, is, according to this intel that they have received, is planning to put a nuke in space. Right. And they're afraid he's going to use that nuke, obviously, to rule the world. So, OK, this is why we have to give Ukraine money to stop Putin now before he becomes this crazed mad scientist and drop a nuke on the world exactly so it's not just ukraine threatened or all of europe now it's us now it's humanity right so you so, gotta you gotta pass this yes so this is why you have to give approve this 92 billion dollar deal that gives 61 million billion dollars to ukraine because ukraine's out of money so here's how it all started the house intelligence committee came out with it a serious national security threat speaker mike johnson you'll hear from here and him at a second he says he sent president uh Biden a letter a month ago on the threat. They've known about it for a while. It's related to what Jen said, an emerging Russian space technology. And now Ohio Republican Mike Turner said his committee made the recommendation that they declassify all of this stuff so all of Congress and all of the American public can see it. House Speaker Mike Johnson, this was his response to that. I will press the administration to take appropriate action and everybody can uh, be comforted by that. So you release this information to the American people and we find out that, yes, Putin has been planning. I think he's been planning for a very long time. And this is the reason that Trump started Space Force. But that's besides the point. It may have been China, actually, that said they were going to put a nuke in space. Right. And this is why we started Space Force. Um, and you can't tell me all of these SpaceX launches carrying these satellites are just satellites for Internet connections. Yeah, sure. Um I, it is. It, whoever rules space rules the world, as you always say. But sure. if that's the case, I think Putin has, has been planning this forever. I don't think this is just something new intel. Maybe now he's got a rocket and a nuke that can fit in the rocket and actually work in space. I, I don't know how you would deploy such a thing. but I think the threat's real. I think you're right, though. They've known about it for a while. But wouldn't it behoove them if you're trying to pass this Ukraine funding bill to make it known to everybody right now? So right true. now, as it goes to the House, yeah, because it's now, a little suspicious. Now you can you can put pressure on your congressperson to exactly. pass the bill because <gasps> if not, Putin's going to launch this thing and he's going to he's going to kill the world. Exactly. Uh, you, you know. So how does he do it so it only kills people not in Russia? Yeah. <laughs> That's the question. So right. I I I don't know. I think it's been around for a while. Hence why we started Space Force. Yep, I think uh, so too. Because uh, remember when Trump started it, everyone laughed at him. And, th- and, and, and then we they sa- showed the uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> and then we sat here and thought, you know what? There's got to be a reason. Somebody's threatening something up there. And then all of a sudden, SpaceX started launching all of those satellites. Mm-hmm. And then last night, actually, they sent up one for Space Force. A special, you know, top secret satellite went up for Space Force. What's that about? Very true. Does it shoot lasers? I don't know. At people? That's, a, I, that's I, an excellent point. There. I mean, you know, maybe it sounds far-fetched, but who knew we'd have, a, you know, satellites in space? And people in space. Yeah, it's, 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 it really is. It's kind of scary. Back down here on Earth. Yes, dear. In the swamp of New York. Ugh. Actually, this was, uh, it was kind of eye-opening yesterday. It's worthy enough to the intro from this Trump truth last night. What did Trump truth? Now, I think this is one of the reasons why he's not going to be at Atlanta Fulton County Court to hear Fannie Willis's misconduct hearing. Because he wanted to look at her right in the eyes and, you know, yeah. say, ha ha. But he can't. He's busy for New York because something's coming out tomorrow. And he said last night it's been leaked all over the place to the fake news media, probably by the corrupt judge, an attorney general in New York, that a decision on the never-used-before consumer fraud statute that's been illegally weaponized against me will be released on Friday. I, they said that this Judge Arthur Engeron, the guy that, that was the one who has the wife who really hates Trump oh, and yeah. all over social media about how horrible Trump is. Uh, he's already ruled that the company and the Trumps engaged in fraud. Now it's basically how much the damages are. Trump says it's over, and it has been over. This was all a show. Trump goes on to say Judge Engeron wrongfully ruled against me before the trial even started, said Mar-a-Lago was worth only $18 million. It was already Jeez. overturned four times on appeal, a record. This crooked judgment will be a dark and sad day for the justice system in New York State. No damages, no victims, only success. Case already won on appeal. Witch hunt, election interference, three exclamation points. But apparently that word is coming out tomorrow. 
So he's going to be in the courtroom to hear how much he has to pay. Right. And whether or not, because Letitia James, who was the prosecutor uh, in, in the district attorney there in New York, wants him banned from doing business in New York. Just no, can't how, can't do your business. How can, how can you ban somebody from doing business in a state? The fact that this <laughs> show trial, this dog and pony show, is allowed to go on this long is a really sad state of affair. I'd be scared if I had a corporation in New York. Well, just think if you didn't have his money. Because Trump has the ability, fortunately for him, to you know take this out on appeal again, and he'll probably win on appeal. Yep. You never hear about the appellate decisions. You always hear about the original, you know, court case where oh, they fined him eighty-three million dollars, and that that other case with that woman at the what was it, the Bergdorf Goodman store? Oh yeah, that was another what one. The hell was her name? I can't even think about it. Jean, somebody, Jean, Jean Carroll, right? Uh, eighty-three was eighty-three million dollars was the judgment, right? Yep. In excess, yeah, that's a little bit much. Sounds fair, sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to appeal that one too. All, he, he must have a whole team of appellate attorneys. But uh, the guy spends all his time in court. I feel badly. He, it sounded like too. You don't usually hear him say that. Is it? We'll fight till the end. He says it's over. They already they already decided this, which means he's known for weeks. Right? It's insane. Absolutely insane. Can you imagine? But again. Him? It's not going to hurt his. We're not going to hurt his poll numbers. No, they're going to go up. So, uh, by the way, he has like a sixty-point lead over Nikki Taylor in South Carolina. Numbers came out yesterday. It's, it's only growing. Yeah, it's it's getting bigger, and and I think it's going to get bigger after tomorrow. Amazing when, when this ruling comes in. Jeez. Amazing. <laughs> we got some headlines, some fun stuff, some actual. You know what? We have some breaking music news, some classic rock news to tell you about. Rapid fire. Next. We do. How about that? How do you like that? All kinds of stuff coming up next. The East Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Lots of things to update you on. Uh, starting with the KC thing we'll get to. We'll, we'll just tell you what you need to know about that. But some entertainment stuff, too. Jen, what you got? Well, I'm going to start uh, just with the thing about SpaceX. We talked about there were two launches yesterday. One was at 530 from the Kennedy Space Center. That was carrying uh, top-secret satellites for Space Force. But then at 105 uh, this morning, Intuitive Machines had a moon lander blasted off on another SpaceX uh, Falcon 9 rocket. It is scheduled to land sometime next week on the moon and what it's going to do is it's 14 feet tall i i, I guess it kind of like it, it wow. looks at the landscape of the moon and it's trying to find a place when we do the artemis moon landings it's trying to find a place for nasa to actually go land on the moon it's going to scope them all out give back a re- no too bumpy yeah <laughs> so no. it, should, it should be interesting because we all followed remember the mars lander no i love we, that it thing. had a little twitter account it, it was did. sending by yeah. back information so i wonder if this is going to have the same thing it should be interesting to this see is, i know mean, we always talk about the spacex launches just because we love it but this was a big one this is a big step in that development yeah uh an intuitive machines a private space company like spacex their their odyssey lander it's called is going to bring six nasa instruments to the moon so I don't know what those six instruments are, but it's going to, like, check out everything. It's and awesome. Then, speaking of SpaceX, did you guys see this? You think Elon Musk has got some money? They're building a $100 million office complex at Starbase in South Texas. Oh, wow. thought it was going to be here. It's a five-story, one million square foot facility. Offices, special use industrial factory for, I guess, making rockets. Uh, they start uh, construction February 23rd. He likes Texas a lot. He just took... They went over that big fight with his companies uh, declaring business and registered in Delaware. Delaware, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him do company sharing and company uh, profit sharing and all this other crap with uh, with Tesla and X. He took his business license, moved it to Texas. Yeah, see you later. And he's Bye. encouraging everybody who's licensed in the state of Delaware to get out. He's like burying the state of Delaware. As he should. There, yeah. there are like... Him. Hundreds of thousands of companies because of the laws as far as registering your company there. Yeah. You're protected in other ways. But in this case, they were, he was like, no, not going to deal with it. Wow. He loves Texas. Well, have he they does. named it Starbase? The the, the city? So. Aren't they going to call it Spaceport or something? He, well, he wants to. Or whatever no. they, he wants to call it something. He owns it. So. Heck knows. Uh, we've got this update for you. You've heard about the Kansas City Chiefs. Celebra- what was supposed to be the Super Bowl celebration where uh, shots rang out. We've got... Three people in custody. One person sadly died. There is 22 people being treated for injuries now at this point. But the hero, we'll just play this for you again real quick. His name is Paul Contreras. There were three people who helped stop the bad guys. This is one of them. This is what he said. So when I seen that hit the ground, I'm like, oh, you know, we got to take this guy down. And so, like I said, I did. And another good Samaritan did. And 
They ran right after him and took him out without fully knowing exactly what had just happened, by the way. Yeah, he, all he saw was some guy running. So he figured, well, the cops are chasing him. They must want him. I'll get him for him. Yeah. And he jumped on him. Yeah, he's lucky because how many things could have gone wrong? Like the guy just shot all these people. Right. He don't know if he's got any ammunition left in his, his weapon, what kind of weapon he's got. He could have turned around and shot him. Or somebody trying to shoot that guy could have, he got the that Contreras guy could have gotten caught in the crossfire. Scary scene. God so, bless him. Jeez. Yeah, he's lucky. Mm. Well, guys, I have a double dose of Putin in this rapid fire. A DDP? Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. That's right. <laughs> Not Diamond Dallas Page, really wrestling fans, but oh. a double dose of Putin. So the first story here, I found this fascinating because after the Tucker interview, of course, you know, Tucker comes back here and then everybody's kind of unwinding, you know, all this and that. One of the things, the byproducts, was that Russian media was interviewing Putin about the interview. Yeah, exactly. What did you think? And they two things came out of that. The first thing was... He said he was kind of disappointed because he wanted tougher questions. And I'm thinking to myself, well, dude, you went into a half-hour college course <laughs> dissertation on Russian history and oligarchs and czars. Like, what do you expect? And he got mad when Tucker, uh, you know, started to get him on track. Right. Is this a talk show or an interview? Yeah, he got mad. He was annoyed. So he's, he's obviously, That's you know, funny. Well, what do you tougher expect? questions. Crazy what, person. He, what kind of tougher questions did he want? Are you putting a nuke in space? Yeah, right. He's like, I was a little disappointed. Oh, please. That's Putin. such a Putin thing to say. I know, for real. And then, well, on that note, this was the other thing I found fascinating. The interviewer asked him, when it comes to the U.S. elections, who would you like to see be president? And this was a slap in the face to all of the Putin puppet conspiracy theorists out there for Trump and, you know, the left-wing media who say he's in bed with Putin, Trump, you know, that is, because Putin says... Biden without hesitation. That's because he Putin can control Biden. Him. Absolutely, and, it's his, Trump is tougher on him. Yes, and that was of course they want a puppet in there. And you should have seen the interviewer's face too when he said Biden. He was kind of like taking it back because of how quickly he responded. Oh, exactly. And that was always for the for the Trump derangement syndrome people who remember when the, the Russia collusion hoax one and two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, Trump is just taking orders from Putin. Really? Because Putin's on the record many times as saying he wants anybody but Trump to be president because he can't go away with anything. And he wow. said it in this interview, and he said because Biden's more old school, and uh, you know when it comes to politics, he's he's more predictable. Is actually what he said. There you mm. go. So that's you're right. That that's was the very that's telling. It. Well, it's it's he has control. He doesn't fear Biden. Exactly. Yeah. What do we always he's, say about Trump? He's got that one little thing. He's a little off from he, being crazy. He called Biden predictable. Yep. That was his words. Yeah, mm. predictably corrupt. How do you like that? Mm. Well, you can predict this. Traveling north on I-95 when you get to Indrio Road at I-95. I Look at the is. southeast corner. It's in Vero Beach, by the way, if you've never been that far north. Uh, northern St. Lucie County. We heard 400 acres was being bought by a company, Shell Company. Uh-huh. It has now been confirmed it's going to be Bucky's. Jen Ross Ranch. Oh, Bucky's. Okay, I thought you were saying, <laughs> say Jen is revealing her new ranch. Oh, yeah, sure. Jen World. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have rides and yeah. everything. Tragic Kingdom. Uh, they they have officially applied the Texas-based mega gas station, which is really... I went to the one in St. Augustine. I love it's it. It's a tourist trap. Oh, absolutely. It was packed. Yes. And it was right at Christmas time. Hold, hold, like, oh hold my God. on. Is there Bucky slander coming right now? No, I was just like, I oh my it, gosh. Right? I, I could feel it coming. <laughs> Come I, on now. No, I had to get out. It was too crowded. I was it's like, I, I, I can't I can't do it. Man, those the cinnamon pecans that they have there. I love oh, that stuff. The, the brisket sandwich. I know. Unreal. It's an amazing place. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. It's so good. Do <laughs> you hear this? She's this close to saying, oh, by the way, your Bucky's. Did you hear this? It's coming. Come on. That little rat they have there. <laughs> slander. I'm not slander. slandering it. Bucky slander. I just said it was a little too crowded. For, it was It was crazy crowded. Well, you know what? When it comes up to our neck of the woods up there in the Great White North, Jen, yeah. I know one person I won't have to compete with getting into our new Bucky's up in northern St. Lucie. You go buy I your cinnamon you pecan yes. things and you bring them back to me, please. Can't wait. By the anyway. way, that plot of land, the least surprising news of all time. I think we all knew a couple of months ago there was going to be a Bucky's. Yeah, because yeah, not many people come in and buy 400 no, acres of might, land. I also might get a weekend gig over there. You see how much they pay? No. Ridiculous. No. They offer a starting salary for like, you know, not that you would start as a manager, but as like a manager, $120,000 a year. At okay. Bucky's? Did Full you see what a Walmart? 401k, okay. profit sharing. Go to Walmart Superstore. You know what their managers make? Well, 425000 Oh, God. You're in the wrong business. Go to Walmart. Yeah, Sorry. but you're also the only employee in the store. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> they make a lot, but then they work, you know, you know 24-7, yeah. but... 
Good anyway. Lord. Anyway, Bucky's is coming. Kind of sort of breaking news <laughs> in the world of classic rock. And let's face it, that's a big deal because we're losing classic rockers. Mm. You ready for Neil Young and Crazy Horse coming back into action? Come on. Let's do it. Lover. Yeah. No God. comes back. Okay. All right, they got more rockers, but that was one of the Neil Young things. I was in a hurry to c- grab a Neil Young song. What do you want? We're Cinnamon Girl. Come on. <laughs> now, Neil's had a lot of bands, obviously, but Crazy Horse, he had some good uh, some good stuff. They're announcing a new album and a brief tour. How do you like that? How about that? They come in here? Uh, 14 stops. I'm looking. I think I think George is the closest one. Uh, They're doing 14. Well, how old are these guys now? How old is Neil? Neil is almost 80. I think he's like 78, 79. 78, yeah. And so he's up there. Yeah, so. And he, let's let's be honest. Neil Young's had a rough life. Oh. He was a party animal. Yeah. In a rough it's era. Toll. Yeah. <laughs> still, written Stills. a lot of classic songs, though. Sure. Oh. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, still, to me, one of the greatest bands ever. Yeah. Tour's going to make 14 stops. It kicks off in April the 24th in San Diego. Wraps up in Chicago on May 23rd. Vinyl-only version of a new album is going to drop on April 20th. Oh, cool. Vinyl only. I like that. Old Man, is that, is that that's like a sad song, right? I mean, we think about Old Man, take a I look s- at my life. I saw an amazing, funny you say yeah. that, an amazing Neil Young documentary about that song. Right. Really? And he bought after Woodstock, because he was there with Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, like their first thing. They He stayed in Woodstock looking for property, and he bought this farm, because they had a lot of money at that point. He bought this massive farm in Woodstock, and he said he was driving around the property in a golf cart with the old man that was selling it to him. Oh. And he said, he said, I had hair down to my shoulders, and the gold guy could not wrap his head around why he was even in the market to buy this place. And he said, he kept asking me, how can you afford this again? Oh, and he wow. said, well, I've written a couple of songs, and it's done well. I'm a performer. And he said, the old man just said, that's just the damnedest thing. <laughs> he goes, and I bought the property, and he's lived there ever since. Really? 1969. Is that who the old man was? That's who's the uh, old Holy man. Cow. Okay, so it wasn't about his father. No. Got it's about you. the guy who bought the farm. According to Neil, anyway, in the right. interview I saw. That's it. interesting. It's amazing. Wow. Well, I told you guys I had a double dose of Putin, so we'll finish off here. Do you believe this? No. No. I guess <laughs> it's coming from you. <laughs> no, we don't believe it. It's that. coming that's from Diener and Putin. <laughs> Very Putin. fake that's news. A, that's a double dose of lies. Exactly. Putin's bad enough, but then you gotta need it. No. <laughs> Two filters. <laughs> you got this. Putin went out on a press conference actually yesterday and said that they're one step away from a cancer vaccine. He said hey. scientists. Really? His quote here says, I expect that these vaccines will soon be used effectively in treatment. There certainly are many exciting discoveries now. We look forward to more in the future. You see, the scientists are one step away from creating vaccines for cancer. Okay. All right. Be amazing. Yeah, Yeah, right. I don't know, right? Be amazing. Holy cow. Could you imagine if, if. Russian scientists are the ones to come out yeah. with something like this. Well, remember the thing. Putin. Remember the thing they said they had the uh, they had their own vaccine, and yeah. the COVID vaccine, That's right? And he tested it out on his daughter That's or something. Right. It was Sputnik they called it. That's right. They remember did. that? Yeah. yeah. It was just like North Korea. They didn't have COVID. Oh in yeah, North no Korea. one ever got it. Little chubby yeah. said nobody got it. Supreme leader says yeah. COVID is afraid of North Korea's power. <laughs> yeah, coming right. in. So God, <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, that would be good at least. I don't Keep know. Keep an eye on it, I guess. All right. Speaking of uh, Putin, what is this? global national security threat they're talking about from the national security advisor we'll update you on that and uh here's some good news it's national singles day you got through valentine's day now this is your day singles oh, good i get to celebrate you guys had yesterday yeah by the way how was valentine's day phenomenal thanks oh, for paying for lunch by the way nice like, what do you mean i paid for lunch give me a gift card for a birthday so that was lunch oh. outstanding does that make me sound that cheap or no no, no that's great no no, no. <laughs> I, well i'm glad you had a nice valentine's day thanks to me lauren thanks you <laughs> she's very welcome all right uh that and more next the self-loader morning show keep it here We cannot afford to wait any longer. Every day comes at a cost to the people of Ukraine and to the national security interests of the United States of America. All right. So you heard all about last night, maybe this morning, this big national security threat from Russia. We're hearing about now. Now we think they've known about it for a long time. The guy you heard right there is the national security advisor, Jake Sullivan. Now, all this information is coming out while they want the House to pass the massive Ukraine uh, funding package. 
Because it already passed the Senate, and they're putting the, they're putting the pressure on the House now. So you may sit there and say, well, what does one have to do with another? Right. Well, uh, if you listen to the Biden administration, the reason we have to give Ukraine, continually give Ukraine money, in this case, I think it's $61 billion out of that 90-something billion package, uh, is because, if not— that Putin's going to plow right through Ukraine, then go into Poland, and then spread out throughout all of Europe and take over the world. Right. So if Not we, just a European threat yeah, now. If we don't stop him now, it's going to be ten times more expensive in the future, and we're going to have a world war. Now, and then that came out. I believe Marco Rubio made a statement, Diener, you know better than me, saying that we've known about this for a while now, but yes, it is coming out right now. But most people, and I'm glad to actually see this, this questioned. I'm not doubting the threat. I understand that. I'm doubting the timing. Well, yeah. Why, why is this at right on the eve of them pushing the House to pass the package to make it law that we're going to be sending $60 billion? This is aid to other countries, too, but it's going to amount to $60 billion for Ukraine now. Yeah, and I think it's it's like, what, $6 billion to Israel and maybe 14 to Taiwan or something. Maybe the opposite, but whatever. Uh, Still, it's a great deal of money. Why? It put fear in everybody's hearts. Yes, and, you pres- think- and pressure on your local elected uh, pass the bill congressman to pass the bill. Yeah, and give him money. To your point, Bill, mm. Marco Rubio tweeted out. He said, "We have been tracking the national security threat." Referenced in a statement from the House earlier today from the start and working with the administration on a way forward that preserves all our options for a U.S. response. So, okay, there you go. So he's confirming that they've known about this exact right. one, but we're hearing about it right now. Again, it makes me question the timing even more. So the threat is real. Threat that's is not real. really being doubted from the you know intelligence agencies and things like that. This is something that's going on, which is why we have Space Force. Right, exactly. But again, the question is, why are we finding about it right now in this moment in time? What else is going on? You look around, hello, this bill is trying to pass through. Don't believe in coincidences. It's also a coincidence that last night, Space Force at 5.30 yesterday afternoon launched a special secret satellite into space. I I Hmm, think it's all connected. Yeah. Today, you're going to hear a lot about this. The House Intelligence Committee, they want to de- they want the president to de- declassify all of this so that the public knows, which they'll be in favor of, because if the public knows, they'll scare more people into pressuring their congressmen to pass this thing. Yeah, this is like aliens, you know, with their laser beams taking over the United States. Man. Uh, all right, and way, way lighter news. You may, oh, yeah. Oh, we still have love story music, because the <laughs> oh, love God, is not please. over, friends. Sure, you made it through Valentine's Day. Now it's National Singles Awareness Day. Singles, this is your day. How convenient. Is this for all the people that got dumped yesterday? Maybe. Just, just <laughs> I'm like, isn't it odd that it's the day after Valentine's Day? Oh, of course. Shouldn't it be the day before Valentine's Day? Uh, I'm telling you, it's because all the people that got dumped. Well, to celebrate Singles Awareness Day, we got a story about a lady in Baltimore who just turned 109. Wow, that's awesome. That on its own is a big deal. Whenever they have one of these old people stories, you know. That's great. And then they ask them, what's your key to longevity? Listen to this lady. She drank. Maybe. Because that's what they usually say. They always say a drink a day, yeah. Her name is uh, Jeannie Libertini. Hey, it rhymes. Her friends say the secret to her longevity, and she says herself, being single for so long. (laughs) I don't have a man to drag me down. She's been divorced for decades. She has no stress and plays a ton of bingo, but I think it's mainly because of the no man. Because no man in her life. Well, you know, I guess it works for some people. I, I love being single. It doesn't, doesn't at first, you know, it bothered me at first, but now that I've been single for so long, it's, it's to get used to it. It's nice. You can Freedom. Go, you can do whatever, you, put it this way. I go on vacation, as you guys know, usually by myself. Yeah. No one to argue like, hey, I want to go to this museum today. No one to go, oh, God, great. I'm going to go to a museum. I'm going to drag me. You know, <laughs> I, I can hear it now in the back of my head. This is the, the, the negativity I used to get. Now I just go anywhere I want to go. Hold on, Diener. I'm checking the inbox from the app. There's a lot of uh, people asking Jen out. Just uh-huh. learn she's single. Sure. Uh-huh. See, this is her whole plot. This is what happens. <laughs> now, you know, you saw, guys, what's that place that you always, that, that app you want to sign me up for? Oh, yeah. You don't have to be lonely. <laughs> Farmers only. I, I told you. That's I don't want right. the farmer. I want the rancher. I want well, the, that's the key to getting the rancher. The ranch. Well, there you go. We'll create a new app. Ranchersonly.com. <laughs> Ranchers only. <laughs> Ranch owners only. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> See, if you have, lower I, that standard just a couple of notches, you no, wouldn't be single today. I, I, I'm just, I, I like being single. It's, it's a pretty nice life right As now. you should. That's you good. Know, you know, and, and had I not, if I didn't have kids and grandchild, it would probably be a different story, to be honest with you. 
Because mm. I get people around me all the time. True. Mm. Yeah. And then you two. And you get Jeez. us. Yeah. I listen hey. to you guys every day. I never want to get married again. We're all you can handle <laughs> as far as the we're men like, in your life. We're like your adopted <laughs> idiot sons. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I don't blame you. we got more headlines coming up next. We'll update you on Kansas City. Just a tragedy there. But oh. there were some heroes involved. And that was amazing. I hope they give them the key to the city and, and season. T- I bet you they get season tickets to Kansas City games. You know, they may. I wonder. Good for them. We've got that. And boy, sometimes a bad day can turn out great. A lady got gored by a bull. Now that's bad. But because of it, found out about a tumor in her lung. And she's alive because of it. Really? It's a wild story. She's a Floridian, too. Jeez. Coming up next, the East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. So when I seen that hit the ground, I'm like, oh, you know, we got to take this guy down. And so... Like I said, I did, and another good Samaritan did, and we held him down. And it seemed like forever, but it probably wasn't. It was like 30 seconds holding him down, and me and the other gentleman are hollering at ongoers, you know, where's the cops? Where's, you know, get the cops over here, get the cops over here. You know, we got them. It's Paul Contreras, one of those heroes. It's amazing. We always said every dark situation, and that was a, that was a bad scene. There's always a heroic moment that shines through in those good citizens, good people who did great heroic work stepped up, including him. Yeah, and now they say, uh, Kansas City police uh, say they have angles from every because so many cell phones. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, you hear fi- shots fired. You stop to videotape it? Well, you know get what? it on your cell phone? I was thinking, about, I was thinking about that, too. <laughs> I get it, but they might have been already running. I mean, the cell phone video running. I, oh, because of the parade. Because of the parade and wrapping it up and still players. And I guess at that point, bus is leaving. But end result, we've got one person dead, tragically. We've got 22, they're saying now, people being treated for injuries as well. Mm. they got three people in custody. Yeah, and they're, they're, what they their initial finding, at least according to the Kansas City police chief, is this was basically a gang fight gone awry in the middle of a very large crowd of you know celebration. So uh, these poor people got caught in the crossfire. But what gang, you know what I think it was? I got a feeling all the gang members were there and one of them saw a rival gang member and figured, hey, this is our opportunity to take this guy out. Yeah. And that's what happened. I don't think it was like a planned, let's meet at the celebration and start shooting each other. And they just stupidly start shooting and and caught in the crosshairs or innocent civilians. Just an awful, awful scene. And it's it was, so sad in the middle of what's supposed to be a celebration. Yeah, it was. It, all those people showed up. It was a you know, and they it, everything was perfect. They had 800 cops. Yeah, there for protection and, and to make sure that you know the uh, the first thing they said was Kansas City Chiefs. Nobody was hurt. I'm thinking, okay, uh, we care more about the football players yeah. than we do about people. Yeah. Uh, uh, another reason. Can you imagine if Taylor Swift had been there? And this oh, had that's happened. That's true, too, right? You know, this is the reason why Kansas City police said, you know, please don't don't come. This is why the NFL said Taylor Swift stay away. But we, I mean, we know about, we've heard a lot because they've done interviews that Paul Contreras and it looks like his girlfriend or wife. We've heard about him. We've heard about now some of the other Good Samaritans. We've heard that, you know, we're not hearing about the bad guys. Yeah, who are they? I'd like names. I'd like information. I'd like, you know, and I'm sh- especially if you lived in Kansas City, you want all that information. And by the way, through this, I also learned this. I didn't know. Last calendar year, Kansas City had its most violent crime, highest violent crime rate ever. Really? And now this. Affecting all cities, even a medium-sized city like that. Jeez. It's, it's, it's terrible. It, it, fortunately, you know, they caught these people. But, you know, what happens to them? Are they going to lock them up? They, or, or is Kansas City like New York? Oh, here's your bail. You know, there's the door. Hopefully that won't ever happen. I don't think they're going to release these three guys anytime in the near future. God, but, that's just crazy, though. Really it's is. just sad. I, you know, the, the person that got shot was a, a radio DJ who was like, they, according to all accounts, a diehard, like crazed Kansas City fan. Uh, and that was why she was there. Uh, uh, like, that's terrible. Well, that's terrible. I, and another thing we haven't talked about that was terrible yesterday. What is it with these stupid climate people? These climate protesters? Oh, there's a lot wrong with them. <laughs> They show up yesterday at the National Archives in Washington, D.C., and they dump pink powder over the case that holds the U.S. Constitution. Thank God the U.S. Constitution's pretty well protected, so nothing happened to it. But still, what a bunch of yahoos. You show up at one of the greatest historical, you know, things that we have, and you trash it. I, I, I'm dumb. And what does that have to do with anything with climate control? Why do they always get through? 
I've never I understood, know. especially when it comes to the museums or this thing. Where's like where's security? Well, you can just I, – I, you would be thinking that they just carried in probably in a glass case. It was probably just pink powder that yeah. they dumped out, but still. you know, I, Usually people move along pretty quickly when they're going through the Constitution line there. Uh, have you ever been there where you, you just kind of walk through? I didn't uh, go to that. It's uh, – it's, it, it's, they have to go watch National Archives. <laughs> that was a national treasure. That's where they show it. That's and where And they it is. talk about how it's, it's heat sensitive exactly. and motion sensitive and everything else. And these yahoos go and dump powder all over. What a bunch of jerks. I just think the time is coming where the climate crazies, their time is coming to an end. I just think people have had enough. I really, go you start, it started in Europe. They started when they block roads, they just grab them and I'm throw them trying. in a ditch. You're starting to see that in U.S. cities now. So well, the, and the vandals, I think you're going to have regular people just stopping them. I do. And, and rightfully so. I mean, what, what's the sense of trying to destroy the, which fortunately that wouldn't have happened, but, you know, even just to mar the appearance of the U.S. Constitution, it's like, stop. You're an idiot. One doesn't have anything to do with the other. Take your climate, go somewhere else. Unbelievable. Go to a windmill. Go to a, <laughs> take, take out the windmill. <laughs> I mean, come on. Jeez. Well, we've got a uh, feel-good story to lighten this up. On and it doesn't start good at all. But I promise no. it ends great. But it's fascinating to me. Florida woman, she's actually in Brooksville. That's, that's on, is that outside of Tampa? It's north of, it's west coast, north. you got to go to Pasco County and then okay. Hernando County. It's in Hernando. It's west coast. Of, still very rural, though. Okay. Which will explain what happened to her. Lady in Brooksville was gored by a bull. Jeez. On her farm. Oh. I hear farm tragedies and I always think of you. Like, please be careful, Jen. I uh, got unexpected <laughs> life-saving news, though, when it turned out to be a great thing. Huh? She had x-rays done for her broken rib after she got gored by the bull. She's lucky she's alive, actually. A lot of pain. I mean, that Oof. alone could have killed her, right? Get this. Doctors find a tumor in her lung. Oh, jeez. That if not found sooner very well, so to say the doctors could have killed her. Teal Mull is her name. I don't know. Uh, talking about the bull attack and the medical issue, along with her doctor, talking about the discovery. When I walked outside, I saw my son getting whammed by this bull. I just kind of gave up the ghost. I was like, okay, Lord, it's me or you. You know, I'm done here. I can't hold out any longer. Look at this little sucker that they found at the same time. That right there is the tumor. Your x-ray that you just got looks great. So all the things that you're doing are perfect. I'm alive, and I'm going to stay alive. I, I just feel like I got a another... Chance. You're not kidding. So she's probably gone from sending that bull to the wood chipper like you would have <laughs> to saving it because it, because it saved her life. <laughs> and see, on Jen's farm, that thing would have been dead the next day. Yeah, but I my bulls were like dogs. Both of my bulls. They they were just like pets. They they would come when you called them and they'd follow you around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah come on, Gronk. Come on, we got a thing. <laughs> no, they kept on getting they kept on jumping fences. Who has a cow that jumps a six-foot fence? So you Me. sent him to the chipper. I didn't send him to the chipper. You had somebody else do it. I had it somebody then. else do oh. it. It wasn't me. Oh. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Do it. I had to be gone, actually, the day they picked him up. I was like, I got to leave. I can't. <laughs> I was so depressed. <laughs> Jeez. And then I got a nice check, so I was like, okay, that's fine. Oh, that's what it's about. Okay. <laughs> well. Well, at least I feel good for this lady because she went through that harrowing experience, but it might have saved her life. So there you go. So good for her. That's Brooksville, right. huh? I'll have to go check it out. We also had a big launch yesterday. We know, I know we talk about the SpaceX things a lot. This was a big one, though. Oh, this is cool. This is, you know, it, this is groundbreaking because something like this happened, happened hasn't happened since uh, 1972, I yeah, believe. Pretty cool. Another update for Kansas City, too. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The EWFTL mobile app. Listen live and more free in your app store. Quick programming note. This is going to be a very distracted segment because coming up at 830, it's our annual tradition. Lee, for the St. Catherine's Greek Festival, is coming in. He has brought food. <laughs> That's it. That's all I need to hear, food. I, we've already lost Jen. Stop. <laughs> Jen, Jen's dug in. It's gone. Well, they dropped three piles of stuff next to me over here, so I'm asking Lee what all this stuff is. We love this event. We love talking to them. You've heard me talking about it in the spots there, so we'll, we're going to be talking at least exclusively at 8.30 coming up here. So That's awfully nice. Cannot wait. Yes. It's, love it. It's the only reason we do the event, you know, the free food. So that's besides <laughs> the point. I'm teasing you, Lee. At least you're honest. Jeez. <laughs> 
All right, we'll update you on uh, Kansas City in a quick second here, but let's talk about something amazing that happened for humanity. And I totally get it. We talk about these SpaceX launches a lot, mostly because it only interests us. This was a big one. This is really actually very important yesterday, and it started like this from Cape Canaveral. Three, two, one, ignition, and liftoff. Go SpaceX, go IM-1, and the Odysseus lunar lander. I know they do them a lot. From the Falcon 9 rockets, Mm -hmm. this is an important one, though. This uh, was carrying the Intuitive Machines moon lander. Okay, so you know we're going to the moon, and it's called the Artemis Program, and we're going to send four astronauts up. First, they're going to go around the moon, and then the next launch after that will uh, actually land on the moon. What this Intuitive Machines lander is going to do, it's 14 feet tall. It's robotic, similar to the lander we put on Mars. It's going to go cruise around Mars, the moon, and kind of figure out where they should go when they bring astronauts back to the moon, where they land. Right. So it's supposed to land sometime. Hopefully it makes it, because how many times have we listened to it? In most cases, it's Mars. But it was, who was it? Just India? Theirs blew up just before it Israel. crashed. Israel, Israel did one. I think Japan's did too. Yeah, a couple of other countries right. have tried recently to land on the moon with a lander and, and something's gone wrong. But uh, if all goes uh, according to schedule, it'll land next week and then uh, it has all kinds of stuff on it to, to do research. And we, we will, I'm sure they're going to send pictures back. I hope so. And maybe it'll have its own, you know. Uh, X account like the oh, Mars you, rover had. Oh, you know it is. Oh, that's going to be way cool. Remember the Mars <laughs> rover would get little updates like, I'm getting tired. And have to take a nap. <laughs> it's, it's today cold. is my last day. <laughs> it said today was the last day forever. Remember, he was only supposed to, and then it had the little helicopter. Right. And the exactly. helicopter was only supposed to take six trips. It took 250. So, I mean, talk, talk about over, you know. Uh, achieving is amazing. It Got really their money's worth out of that. That's cool. Back here on Earth, not the best news. Very tragic, actually, and a celebration that was supposed to happen in Kansas City. Now, here's the update from their uh, police agency. There's uh, one person dead there. Got 22 people they're treating for injuries as a you know, shooting broke out at the Super Bowl celebration. The, the, kind of like the end of the parade area there. But there were heroes that showed up. The guy you hear mostly is that Paul Contreras, one of several Good Samaritans that tackled the bad guys for the cops and actually got the weapons away from at least one of them. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. And you think about it, you know, was it a spur of the moment thing? Because if you actually sit and if he thought what he was doing and he knew what this guy had just done, yeah. would he have tackled him? You know, and chased the guy? Because he chases the guy for probably a good, I'd say, 50 yards. And then he clocks them and boom, they jump on top of him. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Not I mean, fully knowing what had happened. You know, you don't know. The guy just shot a bunch right. of people. You have no idea if there's still ammunition in the gun. Does he still have the gun? Could he turn around and shoot you? This guy just ran after him and tackled him. It really looks like, and they, they'll have more press conferences today, probably tomorrow too, obviously. But uh, as of last night, the last, the last update they had given was all focuses on this being a gang-related activity. You know, innocent people got caught in the crossfire from these idiots, and that's what they're leaning towards. But we know a heck of a lot more about the Good Samaritans than we do who the criminals are here. Yeah, so true. And, and maybe they learn more about that. Well, I think, you know what, if you think about it, do you think of Kansas City, do you think of gangs? You know, and, and, and I think it, it kind of puts a, a black mark on the city. You don't. I'm sure there's gangs in every city. Sure. I mean, we had a problem here at the Gardens Mall, and they said it was a gang-related incident. Right. So it's just you don't think of at a great celebration like that. It had to be marred by this. It's terrible. These people uh, are awful. Real shame. Awful, but, awful uh, people. But once again, in darkness, there's light. These, these Good Samaritans did an Good amazing job. They really did. Good for them. Yeah. It was nice to see. At, uh, but we need better news. If you, By the way, we were talking about things that are happening. Do you guys know there are a thousand boats on display as we speak in Miami for the Miami Boat Show? It is. They say going down. Going to buy that yacht? Yeah, that that blow up one. Yeah, I, I saw it. <laughs> they actually, that that one in the lobby, that kayak, it's coming home with me today. It's been out there for three weeks. I don't know whose it is. It's going in my car. We, side note: We've had a conflatable <laughs> kayak like Jen saying in the lobby forever, and I found out the the scoop yesterday. Oh, you, whose is it? One of our sales guys explained it. It was a one of our stations did a Christmas wish list kind of thing, and somebody said, "Oh, I'm dying for one of those. Dying for it." It came in the contact, and three weeks hasn't picked it up. Are oh. you kidding? It's a prize for somebody and they haven't so picked how, it up yet. How much did you really want it? Wait a minute. I got a question here, guys. Yes. Does this mean that that kayak is up for grabs? That's I, what I said. It's coming home I'm with me today. I'm telling you. Diener, one more day, 
You, I, and you, me, and Jen are going in the lake with that thing. We're gonna be- <laughs> I think, yeah, we got a big lake in the back. <laughs> we even brought this up to management over the past couple of days. Like, we've made it known this kayak is coming home with one of us. <laughs> it has been sitting in the lobby since, like, mid-January. Oh, it's it's three weeks, easily. Yeah. It's been there. And every time I go by, I'm like, who's... And everybody in the building asks, whose kayak is it? I put, I'm putting 30 days on this thing. We're, we got about 10 days left, and then we can claim it. That's the all I'm saying. Is, it put it in the car. Nobody's going to miss yeah. it. Are there oars inside that box? doesn't look... Unless they fold up, I don't think an oar would fit. We'll fashion some out of okay. a tree. <laughs> well, I think we should. We'll take it out in the backyard pond. It's a pretty big pond. We could have fun out there. We could. Where'd Jen go? I'm looking for her. Well, she's out in that <laughs> pond back there. Jen's just floating around <laughs> the kayak. And before we start talking about the uh, Greek Fest with Lee, uh, next segment, we got to get to one of our favorite stories of the day. Uh, it might be of the year so far, and it's fascinating to me. And I know a lot of kids are going, oh, c- come on, these kids. How could they get a scholarship for doing this? I think it's absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Imagine getting full boat, full scholarship to play, not just like intramural, Division I cornhole in college. Okay. This is a real thing. <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> I think it's absolutely fantastic. Two Colorado kids have scored this. Athletic scholarships, full rides to play cornhole. Jackson Remick, Gavin Harnum, they're heading to South Carolina, not USC, but they're going to play for Winthrop University. Here's them and their coach talking about this opportunity. <laughs> what do you mean Division One? I'm shocked. I mean, as everybody is, it's it's crazy. It's groundbreaking. It's new. It's making history. I never, never could have thought that me playing just a fun side hustle would lead to um, college or going to a national level and playing. This is something that is now going to give kids an opportunity to, to get scholarships, potential full rides eventually. And there are so many kids that want to make this their career, and I think this is the gateway to make that happen. Okay, we make fun of it, but these kids must be deadly at this game. Okay, so we made fun of it, so I went and did some research. There is the American Cornhole League College Tailgate Tour. Listen to some of the... (laughs) Oh, wait, but that's pro. They can't be college kids with that, can they? This is colleges, and you stop by, and it was at the end of the year. Last year was the championships. UT, is that Utah? Plays at UF. Is that Florida? Uh, it might be Tennessee. It Tennessee. sounds like okay. A, wait a minute. Are you saying there's an SEC cornhole yes. division? That's S- right. SMU <laughs> took on TCU. Oh, my. Notre Dame played Duke. Okay. Notre Dame has a cornhole team. FSU has a team. That I could see. Where'd you U- go to? Hey, did you play ball? Yeah, I played at uh, Duke. Yeah. They uh, say UCF. Cor- cornhole. <laughs> UCF, Cincinnati. Oh. UVA. Where's that? That's Virginia. Virginia. Okay. And UL? Louisville. Okay. North Carolina State and Vermont. This is a huge thing. Vanderbilt, Tennessee. These are all the people that made it to the championship. So there are other colleges. These, I, I'm not making this up. This happened last year. The Commander's year. Cornhole team. Wow. So there, apparently it's a big deal. I don't know. How good do you have to be a cornhole to win a scholarship? I wouldn't try to play them at a tailgate, I'll tell you that much. Jeez. They'll kill you. So does this mean there's like rest of real college athletics? There's NIL and there's transfer portals and there's... I I don't know. I I don't know. God love them. What a great country. They say grab your corn nuts and come join us. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we look forward to this every single year. The only time we see you, Lee, Lee from Greek Fest, coming in next to talk about this stuff. We're going to eat all the food in between. Thank you. Where's my lamb chops? Great event. We're going to share it with you. Coming up next, the East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. And right to my left, your right as you're looking at your radio or your app, your phone, whatever it is. Lee from St. Catherine Greek Festival, our yearly visit, sir. Thanks so much for being here. First of all, putting this on together, I'm going to ask you first of all, we're going to get to the food in a second. I put a lot of pride, put a lot of work, a lot of research into the Greek names because you were on my case last year. And the listeners are this year, so I need to know, did I do okay mixing these in the spots? I have to say, you nailed it. I was listening. You know, I'm a big fan of the show. So I'm driving around. The show's on, and I I hear you come on. And I'm waiting for you to mess something up. I'm like, (laughs) what's he going to get wrong this year? But I have to, you must have been practicing. You looked up the phonetics, or the the, the, you got it right, because you even got... 
dolmades, right? Which is tough. Most people say dolmades. It's dolmades, right. the that's stuffed grape leaves. <laughs> the stuff, you got moussaka, right? And you said saganaki, like it flowed right off your tongue. I'm like, Bill, that's, I'm very impressed. Uh, you know it. what? That's nice to hear because we got an email the other day that says, I'm not Greek, but I'm sure he screwed up every single name. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he got it. A few years ago, he got the moussaka wrong you and I got on his case. So I think he's What'd been practicing. He said moussaka. So you got to put the accent. He's been practicing. The accent has to be moussaka on the A. So, and I have some moussaka here. You what have more moussaka? than that. You have everything so here. So moussaka, it's and it's, it's just delicious. a very popular Greek dish, and uh, it's quite a process to make. We slice potatoes, slice eggplant. There's ground beef and bechamel cream, and then you layer it on the pan, and oh. it goes into the oven. Um, it's a very popular, it's one of our top selling dishes in the kitchen. You call the, it the Greek shepherd's pie. The shepherd's pie, that's right, moussaka. And then the pastizio, it's almost like a Greek lasagna. Very, very similar, except it doesn't have the eggplant and potatoes. That has the noodles and the ground beef uh, mixed in there. So it's like a Greek lasagna. So mo these dishes are inside in the kitchen. The leg of lamb that you see there. You're not uh, going to see much of it. Right. <laughs> Coming with me. I see, I see Jen eyeing the leg of lamb. But uh, we have the kitchen inside and then the grill outside. So different foods outside. Outside we have the gyro. Um, and it is gyro. Good job, Bill. It's not gyro. Everybody says, wow, you know, well, thank you that. very much. So it is gyro and the saganaki, which is the fried cheese. And I see Bill already started eating that. This is the only reason why I knew saganaki because I remember you brought this in. I think last year for the first time, this is, it's my favorite, I think. It's what is it? It's unbelievable. Well, it's fried. It's a fried so cheese, this is but cassetti. it's more than that. It's like cassetti. that description doesn't yeah. do enough. No, it's Greek cheese, so you have to use the right cheese. It's cassetti yes. Greek cheese, and it's lightly battered, and then they put it on the frying pan, oh. and they use Greek brandy uh, to, uh, to get it. And that's what causes <laughs> like That's what gets that flame going, and everybody yells opa, and it comes off like that, and that's served... Uh, that's it's not just the the main meals. You can get appetizers like Saganaki is an appetizer. The stuffed grape leaves, the dolmades are, are great appetizers. We got Greek sausage. You can get the dip. I have caviar dip there and tzatziki, and everything's made fresh. The tzatziki we're making that with the Greek yogurt and the cucumbers and, and garlic. And what a difference! I think most people are used to tzatziki. That's just like you know, eh, it's store bought and you get some good stuff. This is the real homemade fresh. It, the difference is amazing. Yeah, no, it is. All of all of the food is made fresh, and we are very fortunate. We have. Retired restaurateurs. Uh, this year, uh, my buddy Nick Apostolopoulos. Oh, try to say that you. ten times fast. <laughs> uh, Nick, 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 work Nick, on that one. Wow. Nick from uh, Suvlaki Grill on Belvedere. He's our head chef, so he does this for a living. And we have, and he's a parishioner at St. Catherine. And we have a lot of volunteers who are retired restaurateurs or in the restaurant business that come and help. And we have a huge kitchen there. Everything's made in the St. Catherine Hall. Um, and everything's prepared. I was there last night late. They were skewering the pork, chicken souvlaki, marinating it, getting that ready. Because that's, that's what it takes. The, grill. the yes. process. Yeah. That's oh, what yeah. you get at the fest. That's why we're talking about it. And by the way, congratulations. The 49th annual St. Catherine's yeah. Greek Fest yeah. is happening. This It starts tomorrow. It's Saturday and it's Sunday. Right. Next year is going to be 50 years. 50, I, if, yeah. I think we have this right. You're one of or not the oldest festivals in Palm Beach County. Yeah, that's true. You, you look at everything else. It's 12th year, 16th year, 20th year, 49 years. This started in 1975. And that was back when I was. I tell the story. There, were, there weren't a lot of Greek. There were no, maybe no Greek restaurants. If you grew up here mm. and you were here in the '70s and '80s, there were no Greek. Now there's a Greek restaurant in every corner. Yeah. There were not a lot of Greek. If you wanted Greek food, you had to come to the Greek festival every year, <laughs> or you had to know a Greek family where the mom or grandma was cooking. You got invited to dinner. <laughs> yeah, that was your only chance to get the homemade Greek food. And that's what we've kept over the years: is the homemade authentic uh, Greek cuisine. So we make everything from scratch. We have vegetarian options. You see the stuffed peppers uh, there. So we have some options for vegetarian, including there will be fish, uh, cod, Greek style. The dolmades are vegetarian options. My favorite platter. Yeah. <laughs> it's filled oh, with you desserts. desserts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's got the baklava there. It's got yeah. everything in yeah. here. Yeah, baklava is the, the most popular, but uh, you see a little bit of variety of everything there. Is that a brownie? It, yeah, that's, no, that's, that's a walnut, walnut cake. Oh, okay. yeah, that's walnut cake, and it's like a sponge cake. They have walnuts in there, and um, they drizzle it with like a honey syrup. Um, really good. You have the white this is uh, powder, uh, white sugar uh, powder cookies, the butter cookies, uh, baklava, plenty of baklava. So the pastry shop, uh, desserts, delicious. We have coffee shop. 
Um, the food is amazing. But there's a lot more than that. People don't realize we have the, the vendors there, the shops. The vendors, there's unique stuff you can't find anywhere else. Arts and crafts, too, aren't there? Uh, yeah, arts That's, and crafts, boutiques. I was shocked last year how big of a deal jewelry. it is for people, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff you can't find anywhere else. These are festival vendors. They go yeah. around to the festivals. St- imported jewelry from Greece and, and really cool things in the shops. And then the entertainment. We have a live Greek band all weekend long. And playing dancing, music right? And dancing, the Greek folk dancing. These are professional dance groups. They're out there dancing all weekend long. Uh, our, our competition team was in um, Orlando in January, competed at the Hellenic Dance Festival, came oh, back wow. with Folk Expression Awards, second time in three years we've won that award. So that? these are professional dance troops on stage doing live performances all weekend long. And also, not to make it sound like we're too big of booze hounds, but I mean, still, there's there is some... Certain brands of ouzo, Greek wine, that's another thing you still to this day can't get here until this festival comes. So the, oh, yeah. the bar yeah. offerings that you have there are yeah, yeah, unique. They, yeah, we have Greek beer only, imported Greek beer, Mythos, Fixelas beer. You can get the beer buckets. The wine is imported Greek wine. Uh, all the wine is from Greece. And, of course, ouzo. Yeah, Bill, uh, claim that uh, one the minute you walk in We got the, the bottle ouzo. <laughs> and ouzo on my Metaxa, briefcase. The Greek brandy. So, yeah, Greek wines and spirits and imported Greek beer. Uh, the best in the Greek tavern. And you so know what? Can I just interrupt yeah. for a second? It's this weekend? It starts? This weekend, yeah. Starts tomorrow. Doors open at 12. Where? From, uh, right on the corner of Southern Boulevard and Flagler Drive in West Palm Beach. It's right at the foot of the Intercoastal Waterway. Uh, Caddy Corner there from Mar-Lago. Uh, we're right on the corner. If you go take Southern and go East, you'll run right into it once you get to the Intercoastal. A great family, whole family event, too. There's something there for everybody. This is all. And by the oh, way, you just got to talk about this real quick as we wrap up. Tomorrow... It's free when you kick it off at noon. Yeah, 12 to 4 is free admission, so we get a nice lunch crowd. Come on in and get some lunch. Free admission, 12 to 4 tomorrow. $5 donation all the other time. There's parking available right on the property. Uh, There's free parking with shuttle service or uh, a couple blocks walking and paid parking right on the lot uh, on the property. Congratulations, first of all. Thanks for, well, we always thank you for stuffing us full of awesome food, but also thank you for bringing this event to our community. It's the 49th, can you believe that? St. Catherine Greek Festival tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday in, in West Palm Beach. And, and Diener, we would be remiss. A round of applause for Bill for getting all the Greek names right. Hey! Great job, Bill. Hey! Oh. And then the easiest one <laughs> on three, all of us. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> that's the only thing I know. I know. <laughs> that's the booze. That's the good one to know. That's the only one I know. <laughs> Lee, thank you so much, pal. Appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, we got uh, John Matarese coming in next, our Consumer Reports expert. Keep it here. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese. Well, here we go. Jen, is it too early to start talking about the weekend? I think not because it's also, it's become quiet over the years, but it's also a holiday weekend, remember? Yeah, it's a President's Day is on yeah. Monday. I, I don't know if federal buildings may be closed, but more importantly, what's on sale and what do you buy? Mm-hmm. No better person to ask than our Don't Waste Your Money consumer reporter. You can see him on our news partner, WPTV. John Matarese, what am I buying this week? weekend oh you're buying everything jen you know george washington 200 years ago said i'm going to make a holiday <laughs> after my presidency and they're going to put all the furniture and beds and appliances <laughs> on that's why we fought for freedom <laughs> he fought for that he fought for that right to have that sale and that's what's going on this weekend it is president's day uh three-day weekend for most people schools and uh, government workers right and there's lots and lots and lots of sales it's a great time if you want to buy anything for the house, and we're talking for furniture, appliances, mattresses, beds, anything you need in the house, you know, mirrors for the bathroom wall or something, it's on sale because this is when the stores have their big home goods sales, and it's the time to buy. Uh, after this, it's going to be a while before you hit the next big one. It'll probably be Memorial Day. So if you're thinking, okay, spring's coming, want to start sprucing up, want to get some things, buy a new bed, buy a new piece of furniture, a new patio set for the lanai, uh, this is a great weekend to do it. Great. Just what I need. More furniture and more appliances. Yep. Thanks, yes, you John. Do. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, more spending. Jen, Jen's wondering about clothes, of course, and, and uh, shoes. And, uh, yeah, you'll get, you'll get some of that on sale, too. But it's more of a, a sale for the home. So this is the time to go out and refresh that couch that the cat or the dog have been chewing on and get a nice new one for your sunroom. Well, we may be getting new houses soon, too. Will lower mortgage rates make home buying a little bit easier for buyers? Or is it, like, just a little fake end around here and that's not really going to matter? 
Yeah, it's a little bit easier because, you know, mortgage rates hit 8% last fall. Right. And that was brutal for, for home buyers. Anyone, you know, looking for a first-time home, first of all, you can't find the starter homes because the investors have snapped them all up. And then you're looking and suddenly the mortgage rates hit 8%. Well, over the past two months now, as we head into the spring buying season, they've come down about a point from 8 to 7%. But, you know, 7% is not low. And, in fact, this week uh, you heard about the stock market not doing well and the uh, interest rates went back up again, all because of that inflation report. And as a result, they're, they're not dropping fast anytime soon. You're not going to see mortgage rates suddenly go to 5.5% you know, this spring. And everybody's like, oh, this is a great time to buy a house. So we're down from 8%. Seven, which you know that'll save you some money. That's substantial. Uh, so it makes things a little better for the home buyer. Now you know what the problem is with trying to buy a house right now. Guys. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You know, the the problem is there's nothing available. No. Nope. And when it is available, you got multiple people still bidding. Now it's not as bad as it was two years ago when a home would come on the market and you know there'd be fifteen bids on it. We talked to some realtors who say it's it's definitely calmed down. It's a little bit more back to normal, but still, there's very little out. I was on a walk yesterday, and I said, you know what? Here it is. It's almost March, and I'm not seeing realtor signs up, you know? Mm-hmm. And usually come spring, it's like every street has a for sale sign up. You know, some real estate agent has a sign up. Oh, check that check that place out. And I tell you, it's, it's just not coming on the market. It's a tough time. Maybe it really will help eventually, it, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen down the yeah, road? Yeah, remember that. Because invest, yeah, investors have snapped up so many properties. So true. But remember, you told us uh, maybe a couple of months ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago, how uh, couples are getting together to buy a house. Is that still a popular trend? Yes, that's amazing. That's been a growing trend now for uh, over a year. We're two different couples. We're talking people without kids. They're just couples, you know, at age 30, and they group together and buy a house. So it's four people buying one house. And you say, well, that's crazy. Why would you do that? Well, why not? You know, you don't have kids yet. Uh, you, you need a place to live. Starter homes are $600,000. So why not share it, cut the cost in half, cut the cost of all the taxes and utilities in half, and bingo, you get to have a house. So it's amazing. We interviewed two couples. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're Sharing a house. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely a, a new trend. I'm not sure if it's really for everybody. Everybody <laughs> finds a way to make it work somehow, so some yeah. way. Thank you, buddy, for all that stuff. And more on our, your Don't Waste Your Money segment on our news partner, WPTV, News Channel 5, but also John Matteris all over social media. But where do we hook up with you there? Yeah, John Matteris Money on Facebook and on Instagram, and John Matteris on Twitter for a daily Consumer Alert. Outstanding. We'll uh, be here to talk to you in a week. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese. And thank you so much, John. I got to tell you, Jen, it was tough talking to him on the phone when he said all this amazing Greek food around us from Lee from the St. Catherine Greek Fest because it's amazing. Yeah, it's not going to be around much longer. I'm hungry. <laughs> That's well, all I know. Those lamb chops, you guys touch them, I'm going to stab you with a fork. No, we do this not to tease you, not to say, aha, we got all the great food. It's to tell you what great things are at uh, Greek Fest this weekend, uh, actually starting tomorrow at noon and then all the way through Sunday. But we always go on Facebook Live, the 850 Facebook Live, at right. right about 9 a.m., or a little wrap-up to the show. We're going to show you what some of this stuff looks like and uh, talk to Lee a little bit more when you jump over to the Facebook page. So it's it, telling you, it's amazing. Yeah, if, and if you've never had Greek food, this would probably be a great introduction to it because I, I've i never had Greek food until you started coming in, Lee, and, and now you've got me hooked. There's a, a great Greek restaurant near us, and we go probably once a week. You know, that's true, though. What if you didn't, what if, it, you know, you got to have a good experience the first time you're trying a Greek right. food, so... Yeah, if you go to a oh bad God. Greek restaurant, you have a bad experience, you'd never do this. You would uh, think right. you don't no. like it. Then you have the real stuff, and it's a total difference. Yeah, yeah exactly. Phenomenal. No, it's got to be made right, and it's authentic. It's made from scratch, and that's what the beauty is of the Greek fest. The chefs are making everything, it's, so this is really good, delicious food. Starting off tomorrow. What's the website again? Uh, GreekFestWPB.com. We give you yeah. that because it's got directions, all that stuff, times, hours, and Entertainment all. schedule, everything's online. And we're going to see you there, pal. Thanks for coming in again. 
Thank you, guys. Opa. 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 <laughs> okay, crack open that ouzo, would you? <laughs> <laughs> really? That's let's do shots right now. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. and you wonder why we uh, love uh, our okay. job so one of the greatest things we're out, i'm out on the grill so i i run the entertainment too because my kids uh dance do greek folk okay hold that thought because we got to go we're out of time they're going to shut us down is what happens uh we will be Talk back tomorrow we'll be back tomorrow morning at six o'clock if we can walk after all this greek food Lee, thank you so very much uh hope to see you then thanks for listening